0: Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven, pour out a blessing.
1: Beyond the Veil, vale, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel, arise, shine, and excel. Located at sixteen twenty-eight High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara.
2: God knows one of us. David says, What shall I say, God? What more can I say? What can I say? You know your servant. You know my heart. God knows us. He knows our hearts. Amen. People may not know us, but God knows our hearts. God knows where our heart is. God knows where our heart is. He knows our addresses. He knows our IDs. He knows everything about us. So, even when men don't recognize you, nor acknowledge you, God recognizes you, and He will acknowledge you. Amen. It's one thing to be recognized. It's another thing to be acknowledged. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, the Word of God is very rich, and we know that God is rich. To all who call upon him, the Lord, on the priority of prayer. The priority of prayer. The priority of prayer. And our text again today is Luke 11, 1 to 28. There's a lot in that. There's a lot in Luke 11, 1 to 28. Our text, you know, we see in that place, what we just read in Luke 11, 1 to 28, we see the pattern of prayer. In the Lord's Prayer, the pattern of prayer in the Lord's Prayer, the Lord gave us a pattern of prayer. He also described to us the passion and the persistence that is required in prayer. The passion, the persistence required in the place of prayer. In a friend needing something in the middle of the night, you've got to have a passion. And you got to be persistent to be able to get search in the middle of the night when all stores are closed. Then, in that same place, we have the power for prayer. Because in that place, Jesus talked about the Holy Spirit. He said, those who ask for the Holy Spirit, the Lord will give them. The Holy Spirit is the power for prayer. The Holy Spirit is the power for prayer. And we also see there the power through prayer. The power that you receive through prayer to destroy the works of the devil. Because there we see Jesus casting out demons. We also see the power in prayer in a matter of unity. Without unity, you don't have power in prayer. Amen. Our scripture prayer prompts us in Matthew 7, 7 7-8 saying, ask and it will be given to you, seek and you will find, knock and it will be opened unto you, for everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened Psalm 2, 7-8, to it says, I will declare the decree the Lord has said to me, ask of me, and I will give you the nations for your inheritance, and the ends of the earth for your possession.'" 1 Thessalonians 5 16 to 18, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. Now, the three new ones. The first one is Jeremiah 33 3. And uh, you can be with the Lord for too long with no, not knowing this. Hallelujah. You, you have to know this. Uh, y- y- this is a must. This is a must. You can't do without this. Amen. <laughs> this, is, this, this is really good. Jeremiah 33, 3. Jeremiah 33, 3. And it says what? Call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. Call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. Jeremiah 33, 3. The Lord said this to Jeremiah while he was still locked up in prison. He was locked up in prison. And the Lord said, call to me. Wherever you are, you can call on the name of the Lord, whether in prison or in palace. The answer or the access to God is everywhere, no matter where you are. Amen. Psalm 50 verse 15. Psalm 50 verse 15. Call upon me in the day of trouble, I will deliver you, and you shall glorify me. Romans ten twelve to 13 For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. For whoever, 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 you don't have to have a degree to call on the name of the Lord. You don't have to wear a certain kind of clothing to call on the name of the Lord. You don't have to belong to some kind of class, some kind of people to be able to call on the name of the Lord. Even a child. Can call on the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. There is no distinction. God honors those who call upon him. Amen. You don't have to be a pastor. To pray. And to pray well. You don't have to be an ordained minister. To pray. And to pray well. Whoever. Whosoever calls on the name of the Lord. Shall be saved. And shall be saved. Amen. Just a quick reminder. Of some powerful truths on the priority of prayer. This is mainly based on 2 Corinthians 5, 17 to 21. The priority of prayer is first and foremost in the salvation of souls. The priority of prayer is first and foremost in the salvation of souls. Prayer is first and foremost an intercession for the salvation of souls. Prayer is necessary for the advancement of divine purposes, personal, corporate, and global. The ministry of intercession and reconciliation go hand in hand. There is no reconciliation without intercession. When Jesus was on earth, we said, he interceded for the sinners, prayed for the sinners. And now that he is in heaven, he intercedes For the sins. When he was on earth. He interceded. Prayed for the sinners. Now that he is in heaven. He is praying for the sins. For you and I. And he now expects you and I. To pray for the sinners. This is really, 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 really. Very important that we get it. When Jesus was on earth. He prayed. He interceded for the sinners. And now that he is in heaven. He is praying, he is interceding for the saints, for you and I. And he expects us to intercede, to pray for the sinners that they may be saved. He's counting on us. He is not praying for the sinners. We are to pray for the sinners. He is praying for us so that we can pray for the sinners. He is holding us tight. He is pleading for us so that we can pray for the sinners. He already prayed for the sinners. Now he is praying for us. And he expects us to to continue his ministry of intercession. Which he prayed or which he did when he was on earth. Praying for the sinners. Very, very, very important that we understand this. A truly prayerful Christian is also a soul winner. A truly prayerful Christian is also a soul winner. By the way... I want to underscore this. Our heavenly reward is not based on, shall not be based on our earthly success in business, academics, government. It's not based on our earthly fame or popularity. Why? Because even if you gain the whole world, even if you own the whole world, it's still in vain. It's still vanity. It's still vain. But if you gain a soul for the kingdom of God, your reward in heaven is worth more than the whole wide world put together. If you gain the whole world, if the whole world belongs to you, if you own everything that is in this world, it's nothing in the presence of God. It's vanity, it's vain, it's empty. But if you gain a soul for the kingdom of God, if you win a soul for the kingdom of God, you, have, you would have won something much more pre- precious than the whole wild world put together. You know, the worth of a man is not in what he possesses. It's not, it's, it's not in his possession. Your worth is not in what you possess. Your worth is in who possesses you. Whose you are, who you are, and for what purpose you have come. Your worth is not in what you possess. Your worth is not in what you possess. Your worth is in whose you are, who you are, and what you are for. You know, remember Moses, he said to God, who am I? When God said to him, go to Pharaoh and deliver my people. Go to Pharaoh and deliver my people. Basically, Moses was saying, nobody knows me. Who am I? Pharaoh Pharaoh is powerful. He is a king. I'm not a king. Am I going to get access to him? Am I going to to be able to talk to him and to say, let my people go. Who am I? What power do I have? And God said to him, I will be with you. Amen. I'm the one sending you. You are mine. Amen. So let's really consider it. What is it that makes you feel big what is it that makes you feel great is it when you get into your nice car now you feel good you feel powerful no you feel accomplished you know you feel honored you know you feel hmm we are one of them is that what makes you feel good i hope not because your car has nothing adds nothing to your worth amen and not just your car, even your house. Amen? And not just your house. Anything in this world does not have, does not have any value to you. The worth of a man is not in his possession. Then who possesses him? Whose he is? Whose he is? Who he is and what he is for? What you are about. Amen.